Welcome to Rich Talk, where we keep the conversation going. The host of this episode, Shaylin, Steve, Nautica. Episode 10, we're still at it. Um, today, we'll be talking about creating a media business and cultivating a brand. And then a little bit later, we'll get into black in the workplace. But let's just hop right in, you all. Well, we got Nott here. Um, how you doing, Nott? I'm doing pretty good. Good, good, good. Steve, we just chopped it up, but yeah. welcome Still back. doing good. Still doing good. <laughs> Still doing good. That's yeah, great yeah. to hear. Um, love your shirt, by the way. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Shout out to Black Media Association. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, I guess we'll start with you, Nott. Um, can you tell me a little bit about Black Media Association and what it's like creating a media business? Yeah. So, Black Media Association, BMA, is an organization um, founded upon like extend, expanding and creating content, um, not just for black story writers and storytellers, but we want to go abroad. So we want to expand. We want to get those journalists. We want to get those public speakers. We want to get those PR representatives. Like We want to expand to everyone. And we want to bring you in. We want to help you create your content, expand your network, and just build. Build our yeah. community. Yeah. Yeah, and why is that so important, especially for um, black storytellers, black creatives, black thought leaders? Because our time is now. Like, I genuinely think that now is the time for us to be able to create the content we want to create, um, use our voices, be able to create the art, create the content, do whatever we need to do now to push our stories forward. Because a lot of times, like, as black people, we can be put on the back burner, our stories can be told last, or they can be in the mix. But what about if we want to be pushed to the forefront and we want our stuff out now? Yeah. So I think it's critical. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then just with the Rich Family Brands and creating space for black storytellers and providing enrichment to a diverse array of people through our perspectives, um, I find it I found it to be very rewarding and very um fulfilling to see what it's like when we can come together and really create quality content and it's not being we're, we don't have to walk or we don't have to overcome the same gatekeepers because it's spaces that were built for us yeah. um because for so long gatekeepers have tried to keep us out of spaces and shrink us and not give us the same stages. Yeah. So I think um, designing and cultivating these brands with that in mind, it allows us to be intentionally fruitful for our community. Yeah. Like, yeah. And yeah, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Mm-hmm. I think the time is now is like, yeah. that is the key. Yeah. That should be locked up. Yeah. put in everyone's mind yes. because the time is for real yes. Yes. now um, you see so many black voices uh, black stories being shared more intentionally yes. uh, yeah. more widespread now um, and I, I think we should um, as a generation capitalize on that because uh, yeah who knows man there's a lot of eyes a lot yeah. of a lot of folks who who don't like that um, yeah so, yeah I didn't, even, I didn't even think about that, and I try not to think about the people yeah. who don't like it, <laughs> right. because, but, right. but that's true, like, yeah. there are people who want to see our downfall, yeah. like, mm-hmm. um, I mean, we see it happening every day, like, just mm-hmm. with the 
rhetoric, like fake news, when mm-hmm. it's coming from black sources, it's it's fake news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, if anyone else was to say it, like it'll automatically be validated and mm-hmm. legitimate. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. But Steve, uh, you are not only like, um, not only do you work in like the, I guess storytelling space, but you are more of a creative as far as like graphic design mm-hmm. and like being the face of these companies as far as virtually you're what they you're creating the the images that they see mm-hmm. um how is that um and how is that working with um black entrepreneurs and black storytellers i think um the the one thing that i've noticed that is pretty uh, common is that there isn't as much of a structure for uh, the face, uh, or I guess the bar hasn't been set where it should be. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's, uh, unfortunate, but I think it also creates, um, an opportunity for black entrepreneurs and black, uh, business owners, Mm -hmm. uh, and storytellers because, um, uh, we now we have the tools, all of us really have the tools. There's tools like Canva. Um, there's, you know, you can go into Photoshop, and Photoshop is almost as powerful as Adobe software mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, even if you have access to graphic designers, that yeah. that can really elevate the look and feel of your brand. And you can have a brand that just started yesterday looking just as good as Nike. Yeah. And um, yeah. And, and and I think we should all be operating at that level. Yeah. yeah. I think that's so important. Um, like me and Steve, we collaborate on a lot of things. We're we're partners. We have a company that y'all learn more about later, but um, I know that the standard that we decided that we were going to set mm-hmm. is elite. elite. Like, like, <laughs> like there should elite, be no like, other. Elite, there should elite, be no other. Elite. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's so good to be in spaces with people who are like-minded thinkers, not just on the degree of the stories that they want to tell, but the level at which they want to tell those stories mm-hmm. and the level at which they want to present their companies because... Yeah, like like y'all said, the time is now, but um, we have to capitalize on that moment. We can't just show up any kind of way. Right. You can't yeah. just show up any kind of way. And yeah, I think that that's just about, um, I guess, understanding the value that we bring. I think that we've talked a lot about that on different Rich Talk episodes, is understanding our value. Yeah. Um, and what would you say is just the value that um, creating spaces for us brings to the community? Not I think that, well, this term is thrown around, like, all the time, diversity and inclusion. (laughs) But I think that is what it really brings. Like, Mm -hmm. we may all have a black face, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but we're all diverse in the black black space. Like, like, we're not Mm one-dimensional. And I think that's what I love about black people, because I could meet a black person who's into anime. I could meet a black person who loves country music. Like... We are so diverse, and yeah. I love that. And I think that's the value that we bring. I also think that now, since t- our time is now, we have to put emphasis on our execution. Mm. I think that our execution has to be at a level that is not lazy. Yeah, is not procra- it doesn't speak procrastination. Like it has to be top notch. Yeah. And I think that once we really master execution, I think that'll be another value. Yeah, yeah, I think each each story, like you're saying, each each story is so individual and has so much to tell. And I think, like you said, the execution matters because it's important how we tell that story. Yeah, Um, I I I was talking with a a 
uh, old college friend of mine who's uh, looking to, to build a show around his own story. Mm -hmm. um, and all we were talking about was what it's going to look like, who's going to be a part of it, and um, timeline and everything like that. And at some point, we just slowed down and said, how are we going to execute? Mm -hmm. How are we going to execute? And there's always, I think, in the space that we live in now, there's a uh, there's this thing that it feels like you have to just put it out now do yeah, it now now yeah, now yeah, now yeah. now mm, um yeah. and it's important to do it now <laughs> yeah. but do it right yes, as well yeah yes. because yeah. stuff sticks around yes. <laughs> stuff sticks yeah. around and once it's attached to your name you gotta Man. make sure you have all the positive vibes yeah good quality yeah. uh like you said no procrastination vibes no yeah. it doesn't look like it was lazily put together um that's Whatever you put out will be attached to your reputation. Yeah, right. that digital footprint, it's not going away. It's not, it's not going away. Yeah. Whatever you put out there is going to come back. Literally. Like, it's going to, it's going to come back. People can do a lie. <laughs> yeah. and, and somebody has got the screen. Right, they screen grab. Like, you thought it was just going to be there for that moment. <laughs> right. But, yeah. Yeah. I saw somebody, uh, somebody tweeted a screenshot of Kevin Hart in like 06 or something like, like that. Oh my like, God. Like, whoa, you yeah. just saving it? Yeah. And it was so relevant. <laughs> what was right. Yeah. Now, now I mean, it. I think that's how he lost. Um, I think he was supposed to be hosting something and he, he had the lost that. Yeah. yeah, on the yeah. war show. Yeah, yep. And he yeah. ended up losing I mean, that. Like, nothing because is uh, temporary. No. Um, but that timing um, and that um, desire or that feel the need to produce produce, produce, oh and deliver, deliver, mm -hmm. that really resonated with me. Mm -hmm. um, and it brought me back to our conversation that we were just having about Clubhouse, mm -hmm. um, how I had hopped on there, and I was being inundated with all these things, and mm -hmm. it was just like, um, I stopped getting on there. Yeah. And I, because I was taking my notes, and I was just like, it's time for me to apply these things, yeah. and I can't just come back and um, have the same questions, because my questions are getting answered. Like, I'm learning new things, so it's just like, you can't be producing, learning, um, developing, uh, <laughs> doing your self-care that you need to right. invest into your business all at the same time. Right. Like, you can't be doing all that. So yeah. it's just like, sometimes you it's do need to dial it back. Yep. And you need to just sit in what you have mm -hmm. and be like, okay, what's my plan? Yeah. Like, what's my plan? And then you need to budget time, like, okay, this is when I'm going to do this. This mm -hmm. is when I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. And and when you have that plan, it's you're not so much as feeding into what the outside world is expecting of you. You're feeding off of what you're yep. expecting from you. Yes. And you're running on yep. your own timeline. Yep. And I think that that's what we as black creatives and us as cultivating um, black media brands or any black brand, I think that we need to, even though like our time is now, um, like y'all said, we need to focus on that execution and understand that there's always going to be space for us. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be space for us because what we bring, like you all were saying, is so diverse and it's so, and the value of it is so high. Mm -hmm. Like when you deliver, just come with it. Yeah, like just yeah, come yeah, with yeah. it. Like it's going to be space for you. Yep. Um, like there's room for us all to eat like as long as you come at the level that you want to be fed like yes. don't just yeah. come oh, don't good. don't just that's come don't that's just come word. don't just come with the empty like a, a empty structure or mm -hmm. a in, like being incomplete is fine like being incomplete is fine and 
working at your own timing is fine. But like understand that where you are is mm -hmm. what you're going to get. Like mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like so if you're a social media brand and you um are your outputs are um you're getting fifty views on your post and you're trying to do brand partnerships, then you have to understand that the you're type not of brands you're gonna attract you're gonna attract are gonna be. Now micro influencers, you you can you can market that and you can align you can align with brands that maybe paying a little bit more, but it's all about how you leverage your plan and how you leverage your your value that you bring. Because of that diversity, you have to lean into it and mm -hmm. figure out your value. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And value shows up in a lot of different yeah. ways. Um, yeah. I think one thing that I've learned through uh, this startup that I'm, I'm trying to get going is oh, yeah. um, with micro-influencers, there's a lot of value besides just the followers. Mm. Some people provide value through, um, like you said, having a diverse type of audience. Yeah. Even if it's small, you have a diverse audience that the yeah. brand is trying to tap into. That's value. Uh, if you can create amazing content yeah. and they just want amazing content, yeah. they don't matter how many followers you yeah. have, right? That's a different type of value. So yeah. there's, there's so many types of values that people can provide, and it's important to provide value the way you want to provide value. Right, mm -hmm. right, right. Mm -hmm. on your time, like your time. on your time. Mm -hmm. Like don't get caught up in the hype. Yeah. Um, so this allows us to lean into another topic, um, which is black in the workplace, because mm -hmm. we're talking about spaces that we're building for us. Mm -hmm. But what about entering the spaces that were not traditionally built for us? If y'all want me to go first, I can share my personal experience because um, actually just recently uh, I was in a white space and it was a place of my work um, that <laughs> I go to. Um, I have my desk. I have, you know, my space where I'm supposed to go and produce um, outputs for this company, right? Like this is supposed to be a space that's comfortable for me um, and secure for me. Uh, but in that space um this white woman felt it was okay to call me the n-word well no she didn't call me the n-word she just said it in conversation mm -hmm. she said it in conversation and i felt personally and like it, it was a song playing in the background and she just felt like mm -hmm. it was okay to go right along with it like and i'm like <laughs> so I had to get up, I had to get up, and I had to leave the, that office space, and I had to go talk to the only other black person that um, works in the administrative team, and I'm just like, sis, what, like, what, how, why, and after I decompressed, I did end up going back and speaking with her, mm -hmm. um, and kind of having a conversation as far as, like, I didn't, as far as our working relationship and how you operate on the daily, I would have never expected for you to do mm -hmm. something that was so offensive. Um, and she acted as if she was like, um, like she was apologetic, but she acted as if she didn't know, like didn't know mm -hmm. that this was something that was offensive. And I feel like that's what we find as black people in a lot of these white workspaces is they don't know how to value us and know how to support us. Mm -hmm. And I think that's troublesome in yeah. 2021. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. extremely troublesome that she didn't know. Um, and 
obviously, you know, I, I think most of us would find it hard to believe that in 2020 that you wouldn't know about that, especially after, or this is 2021 now, but especially yeah. after 2020 yeah. with what happened. Um, I think it made it so that you could not know, could not not yeah, know. No. Right. Yes. Um, so I, I, I've been in a situation like that as well, actually. Um, See, it shouldn't be this common. It, nah, it should not nah, be this it common. Should not. It should not. And I had another situation. Well, we were, I think you were there, Steve. You were there. Uh, we we were there together. Um, you were there. <laughs> EMU, y'all remember? Uh, I don't know. The wall? Yeah, the wall. Yeah. The yeah. wall. Um, <laughs> not only the wall, but like for it to happen triggered. multiple oh times. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, it, and we laugh about it now, but it's painful. Um, we experienced a, a coach, the, our whole, oh. our whole um, community culture at our um, undergraduate institution was attacked multiple times in one semester. Um, and I actually attend the HBCU now. That was a PWI. I attend the HBCU now. And I relayed this um, story of what happened to my professor because we were having an open dialogue in class about um, just experiencing discrimination and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. um, and he was like, oh, okay. But other than that, you enjoyed your experience? And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, why, <laughs> like, why should I have to compartmentalize that right. and yeah. then just be like, That's oh yeah, you, but yeah. I enjoyed my experience. Mm -hmm. No, like, <laughs> I, right, I was attacked. Right. Like, I was attacked. Um, and anytime we're in these white spaces and we're attacked, like those, like, not to say that we're tallying up attacks, but right. these are things. These are things that compound our trauma. Right. Like these are things that compound our trauma, and these are things that speak to the lack of diversity and inclusion that we were talking about in the first half of the show. Like, yeah. So I think I think in situations like that, it's so important that, and I'm so glad that you said like you directly spoke to her. Yeah. Um, because it's it's in situations like that where. Um, in the past, we weren't given the opportunity to speak right. up. Um, right. we're, we're in a space now where we can speak up, where um, we're empowered to speak up. I, yeah. I believe that we're empowered to speak up. Um, and now at least you know that you have contributed to hopefully, you know, if she really was apologetic, she doesn't do that again and right. traumatize somebody else. Right. The, right. Um, the thing was when I was telling her that this, how she offended me, she was like, yeah, I know. I hate that word. So why would you feel mm. the need mm. to say it? Right, like, you use it though. Yeah. Right, you hate that word. So I think it's just, like you said, mm. because we have this power, I think that it's holding people accountable mm -hmm. and like not taking, um, not allowing for things to be brushed over. Yeah. And mm, that's good. like, because our people have moved too strongly on our behalf before us for yeah. us now to get lackadaisical yeah. and not take up yeah. as much space as them, if not more. Yeah. Because we have more leverage, I say, now. We have more leverage, so I think that it's time that we actually leverage our value yeah. and like don't allow for spaces to not accept us, not value us, and not support us. Yeah, because I think I, I have a situation um, so I am a graduate assistant and the woman who does HR is white. <laughs> I mean like not HR, but she oversees payroll, all that mm -hmm. stuff. 
So I had worked, and I guess during that time I wasn't supposed to work because it was like during a break. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I work, where my check at? Like, where right. my money at? Right. And so she basically writes me back four sentences. Here's the attached of when you were supposed to get paid. Um, basically telling me I'm not getting paid. Mm -hmm. I'm not getting paid for the time that I put in. Yeah. So I'm like, here I am trying to advocate for myself and tell you that I worked so I deserve my money and you give me four measly sentences mm -hmm. and attach a PDF and says, here, this was the dates, this was the deadlines, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I have to go to my boss, who was also black. Mm -hmm. I tell her the situation and I was taken care of. Mm -hmm. yeah. But why didn't you want to listen to me? Right. See, I could have gave you grace if you would have explained to me what right. happened. But instead, you gave me four sentences. Right. But when my boss emails you, you give a full list of why and what happened and how was your fault. Yeah. But when I said something, you didn't do that. Right. See, I could have gave you grace, but I, but I'm, but I'm not now. Because yeah. <laughs> because you played me. Yeah. And it's like, why? I advocated for myself. Right. Now I have to have somebody else black to advocate for myself, and it's like you hear me. Right. Like. Right. No, I'm tired. Like right. that is one thing that I'm tired of. Like, yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah, and not and you face um, two layers of it because not only are you black, but you're also a black woman. So like that's a double on like okay now we about to super oppress this person. Yeah. Like it's just and not only are we about to super oppress this person, like we feel like we can get away with more. Mm -hmm. Like and that's I'm glad you didn't stand for it though. Yeah, yes, yeah. because I was going to mm -hmm. like my boyfriend was like you worked get your money and I'm mm -hmm. like no I'm like I looked at the paper and. It's right. I'm not gonna get paid. He like, no, you need to say something else. So I'm mm -hmm. like, okay. Yeah, yeah. But I wasn't going to though, yeah, and I yeah, think yeah. that showed me like advocating for yourself, and then if if need to, having someone else to advocate for yeah. you is necessary yeah. for that's, you to get your reparations. Super, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad too. Like, uh, so I where I work now, um, I have a black boss, mm -hmm. and um, man, it's I'm so glad I do because <laughs> yeah. um, there's some things that. You need an advocate yes. for it, yeah. um, and it, it is important um, to to have an advocate who, um, you know, has a, maybe a little more pull mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. than you, but is able to kind of stand for your needs for and sure. is willing to use that pull for your needs. So. Yeah, for sure. Because they were able to move further into that yeah. space and get higher up into that space. Mm -hmm. So like that Maya Angelou quote says, I come as one and I stand as 10,000. Like mm -hmm. sometimes you have to tap into that 10,000. Yeah, and, sure. and, but you need, you need the, uh, the strength. Cause it takes strength yes. sometimes to tap into that. Cause yes. I know for me, I, it may not be the case for others, but for me, sometimes I, I want to save my tap ins. Like I don't want to, use my advocate too much mm -hmm. like or otherwise you know but but um that's that's what the advocate's there for right? that's what for the sure. advocate's there for but i think that it's also okay to like nudge your way ahead as much as you mm -hmm. can on yep. your own yep. because in yep. that same breath you're clearing space for the person that's going to come after you right. as well okay. so yeah. so i i completely understand that but like yeah um, I'm definitely grateful for those people who have came before us and cleared space for us. Um, so immensely grateful. And then I'm also grateful for the journey that we're on and the people next to us and the people behind us are on as far as like creating more space um, and stepping into the space that was created for us. So um, not only are we creating black businesses, um, we're leaning into the value of those black businesses 
and we're not being afraid to demand that we be supported. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of Rich Talk. See you all soon. Thank you for listening to Rich Talk. Make sure you subscribe to our website at richmagdigital.com and follow us on all platforms.